If you would have told me after Saturday's game that I would have been opening Monday's episode of this show by saying it's a great day to be a Ute, I would have said something crazy would have had to happen. And that's exactly what Cam Rising coming back and returning to Utah in 2024 is. Let's just talk about how great it is to have Cam Rising back on today's Locked on Utes. You are Locked on Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Locked On Utes your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms, including YouTube and wherever you may get your podcast. Today's episode of Locked On Utes is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. You can make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. My name is JT Wistersill, former intern inside the University of Utah Athletic Department. And in another world, maybe we'd be talking about Utah's disappointing loss to Arizona more. But no, we got to look ahead to 2024 because 2024 could be the year that we were hoping 2023 was going to be because Cam Rising officially announced in a fantastic video fashion, as uh, Cam and the University of Utah tend to put together uh, with announcements like these when they come about, that Cam is going to be returning to the school in 2024. It is... uh, just fantastic. I mean, this is exactly what Utah needs to right away cement themselves as a serious contender in the Big 12. And as I said in my Locked On Now video, I believe just looking at the team on paper, yes, there's the transition and all the things like these new opponents, maybe that will play a factor. But if you're just saying like, okay, who's best positioned to win the Big 12 based on their roster, I would say Utah because Cam Rising is going to be back. When you talk about what the offense, and I think a lot of the defensive pieces will be back too. We'll be talking about that throughout the show on Lockdown Week. Senior week is, senior night is coming up for the Utah, so they're going to have a lot of players walking, but I think a number of those players will be coming back. I think we already saw Makai Bernard tease his potential return, so that that's just an example of one of many guys who will have the chance to come back for this team. But Cam coming back to this team in 2024 is everything. We have felt his absence extremely this season. And there were some fans who were kind of disappointed that Cam – had even announced he was going to come back when he was hurt. They felt like, oh, it's time to move on from Cam. Let's see what we got in Nate. I had even said that at times. I think I was ready to see kind of what, what Nate could do. Let's just see the next chapter of Utah football. And, and Utah fans, I think Penn State fans qualify for this as well. And I'm sure there's other fan bases off the top of my head that I'm forgetting. But uh, Minnesota might be another one where you have these established quarterback lack last year and you have these younger, newer quarterbacks where you're just really excited about what they have the potential and the chance to do. And then they disappoint you and it's like, oh, it was, I wish we could have the other guy back. And I think a lot of fans are realizing that about Cam Rising, not having him this season and just how hard it is to be without a guy at Cam Rising. Quarterbacks with as much experience, talent, and just the flat-out ability to win football games are very hard to come by. And Cam Rising was one of those guys who could do that at such a high level. You see how much this Utah offense has missed Cam throughout the season, whether it is games. I mean, almost every game I can point to where it's like, yep, if Cam was here, he would have made this difference, that difference there. If Cam had played this year, I do not think Utah would be undefeated right now. But I think there's a very good chance they only have one or two losses. And, you know, if all the injuries still pile up, I don't. 
I mean, yes, Cam would help the offense. I still don't even know if Cam being back would have helped Utah against Arizona. With, But I'll say this, the defense would feel a lot more confident and better if it was Cam rising on that side than Bryson Barnes. That's not a shot at Bryson Barnes. Ask all the Buccaneers when they won the Super Bowl what a lift it was to move on from Jameis Winston, and then you get Tom Brady. Why were they all excited to get Tom Brady in there? Not just because he'd won about a bunch of Super Bowls, but winning is the key theme, right? But also just that Tom Brady has that experience, that winning pedigree. I'm not trying to compare Tom. Tom and Cam, but I'm just saying in terms of winning a lot at their level, both of those guys accomplished that. Yes, Cam has only won it twice, but for college, that's that, in terms of a conference championship. College, that, that's pretty good. Not a lot of guys can say they're uh, two-time conference champions, and that's what Cam Rising can, can say and do. Cam's just ability to make plays. I think I could count on my hand the number of times that a play that Cam Rising has made has ended up in the Sports Center top 10 because that is not Cam Rising's game. But you know what Cam does? He's extremely effective. He's very accurate. He does for the collegiate level. He's very accurate. He does a good job just making the right play, making the winning play. He's extremely tough, does a great job picking and choosing when the right time is to run and get those yardages in key situations. And just a guy who, once again, he's just a, a true playmaker at the quarterback position, a guy who can will his team to a better position to succeed. And this Utah offense desperately missed him. Bryson missed several throws on the season. The running game, actually, yeah, the quarterback run game was fine because of Bryson doing his thing, right? But Cam, what he provides would have been so big against Oregon, Washington, Oregon State in particular. That's the one, Oregon State and Washington, based on how those games played out, and this is a huge what if, and Washington could do their own what if scenarios for these games, right? But I think Utah would have had a very good chance to win, and I would have felt even better about picking Utah to win those games if Cam Rising was there, and I think they would have won those games. I think I can make that strong argument based on how they play out. I trust Cam Rising to march Utah down the field in that two-minute situation, something I've seen him do several times throughout his career, whether it's a two-minute drill against USC, not once but twice last season, once at the half in the Pac-12 championship game and the other one being at the end of the game. But there's just so many moments where we've seen Cam take control of the offense and show that moxing ability to move the chains. He just does a good job avoiding pressure in the pocket, buying time, rolling out, making throws on the move, just in general, being comfortable in the pocket, hanging tough and making the critical throw. He was the only reason Utah was in the game against Penn State was because of his play. He is one of the best quarterbacks in college football when you talk about a top 10 college quarterback. I still believe he would have been that this season had he played. And I know there's been a lot of good college quarterbacks this season. That's not a slight to any of those guys, but also not a lot of them are back-to-back Pac-12 champs. And yes, some quarterbacks, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to take shots on some of these guys, but like there are other quarterbacks just even in the Pac-12, I'll just leave it at that, where they can make the bigger throw that you're like, whoa, that's a crazy highlight. But playing and play out, you'd rather take Cam Rising for the consistently, the consistency he's shown and the ability to more times than not make the right decision. Not everyone does that. So this is huge. Just the leadership. Kyle Whittingham called Cam one of the best leaders he's ever been around. That is a huge compliment to Cam Rising and one he has absolutely earned. And you saw just the way this team flipped the switch basically when he took over in 2021 for Charlie Brewer, when he was inserted, he was already voted a captain as a backup. That shows you how much the locker room was already behind him. And you know, this team was behind him. It was a huge gut punch for them, but just that ability to install the belief to make those winning plays to know, like, you know, the defense, I think it's so many times this season, they felt like it's on us. Like, because we know we're not going to get help from the offense and the offense gave them more help. I think than maybe you'd initially think with a backup quarterback, but there were also a number of games where Utah's offense really struggled. Instead, if the defense gets beat, it's like, nah, we're good. We got cam on the other side. Like that doesn't, that same feeling doesn't exist with Bryson. There's a reason cams Utah's starting quarterback. He's more accurate. 
He makes more. I mean, we've listed all the reasons already. Cam is a better quarterback than Bryson Barnes. Cam is will be one of the best quarterbacks in college football. There's a re, experience is paramount at the quarterback position. Who are the teams involved in the college football playoff this year? It's Michigan with J.J. McCarthy. You have teams like Florida State that were until Jordan Travis prayers up to him. That was a horrendous injury to watch and just hope for a speedy recover for him. Washington with Penix, Bonix with Organs in there. Even a guy like Quinn Ewers making his second start. And yes, at Georgia, you have Carson Beck in his first year starting. Who has arguably the best roster in college football? Georgia. So experienced quarterbacks or best rosters in college football. That's what has been the best right now. That's what Utah will have a chance to have. Not just, and I think they might have one of the best rosters next year too, depending on who decides to come back. That's going to be fascinating to watch and see how it plays out. But this is huge that Cam is coming back in 2024. And this was the right decision for both Utah and Cam Rising to make, in my opinion. And I'm going to be diving into why I believe that is a little bit more in one second. But first, I want to talk to you guys about one of the sponsors of today's episode in our friends at listening.com. College students, listen up. There's this incredible app called listening.com, which can take any academic paper, PDF, or class material and turn it into an audiobook. It can read math equations, technical words, and complicated documents. It knows to skip all the citations, footnotes, and references and lets you jump straight to the chapter or selection you want to listen. It even has a one-click note talking button where it automatically puts the last 10 seconds into a notepad so you don't have to type notes while listening. This would have been an absolute game changer while I would have been in college and might have helped me out in some of the classes cough, cough, math class that I did not fare as well in. So I know I would have loved to get it on this offer from listening.com. And now you guys can as well, because what's best of all about all these things is you can use the link listening.com slash locked on. That's locked on with all caps, no spaces in the URL. And you'll be able to get your first three weeks for free. So go ahead and give it a try. Usually it's a two week free, but you get an extra free week when you go to listening.com slash locked on. I also want to tell you about another sponsor of today's episode of Locked On Utes, and it's once again our great friends at UCCU. And you know when we're talking about UCCU, you're talking about one of the most reliable companies out there. They've been supporting our show for so long, and now you guys can get in on a great deal at UCCU by signing up for the UCCU mobile banking app, and they pay to your entire family to learn about money. And this is also where you can sign up for Learn and Earn. And this is where you break down financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games like quizzes and trivia. Every time a family member completes a topic, they earn points that can occur and can be redeemed for gift cards to stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and more. There is age-appropriate content for every member of the family who can compete against each other and track their progress on leaderboards. Learn and Earn is inside the UCCU mobile banking app, so you can play it anytime, anywhere. The more you play, the more you learn. And the more you learn, the more you earn. Learn and Earn, part of UCCU's award-winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking Program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. UCCU, love where you bank. Alrighty, coming back into this one, this was absolutely the right choice for both Cam Rising and Utah to want to continue what has been a very successful relationship and just productive one in terms of the dynamic they have shared on the football field into the 2024 season. Let's keep it roll. Yeah, you know, we'll stop. We'll talk about Cam's reasoning in a moment. Let's start with Utah first. Because it's a lot of the reasons we just listed. It is hard. Well, let's go back to the experienced quarterback thing I mentioned. I mean, how many of the best teams in college football right now are led by experienced quarterbacks finding success? Pretty much all of them outside of Georgia, who once again, and you know what? Ohio State's another one too. 
I think both Georgia and Ohio State have top five rosters in the country. So that's where it's literally like, okay, either you're at the top with an elite quarterback or you have an outstanding roster. And I think Utah's roster is pretty good too, but it definitely helps to have that great quarterback because this year I think Utah's roster is very good. I don't know if I'd call them a top 10 roster in college football. Now, if next year you get guys like Junior Tufuna, Cole Bishop who come back, that's where I think things get very interesting for Utah. And we'll be talking about this week. You know, technically a guy like Bishop could declare and go. Is he going to do that? That's what the discussions will be looking ahead on lockdown use. But today we had to be diving into this topic of Cam coming back because it is such a crucial one too. But getting back to the topic of Utah, especially when you're transitioning into a new conference, new opponents, new environments, hostile environments too, that your opponents you're unfamiliar with, you don't know the tendencies of all of those things. It helps to have an experienced quarterback who's used to prepping for stuff that is new and just like facing new opponents week in and week out and just used to the rigorous grind that is a college football schedule. That's what Cam Rising is used to to prepping for. He's also no stranger to playing in hostile environments. Has helped Utah get some wins in some hostile environments too. And no, he hasn't been as good on the road as he has at home. Which quarterback has though? So that's where it just is nice that Utah will have an experienced quarterback going into a transition year where you need leadership because it's something that is new and it's exciting to be taking on these new Big 12 teams, but it helps to have stability and a leader at the quarterback spot. It's exactly what Utah has. So this is monumental for Utah to get it back. And just in general, once again, you need great players, great college football players to win games. Cam has been a great player for Utah over the past couple of seasons, and they are set up for more success with him than any other quarterback because of the experience. We saw a guy in Dante Moore, five-star, all the talent in the world. He's really struggled throughout this season. I know he's injured right now, but that's a guy with all the talent in the world. Why is he struggling, and why do so many other quarterbacks not play early on? Because they need to learn the speed and get up to and understand how quickly things operate at the college game. We saw Nate Johnson struggle with that just a little bit this year. We've seen Bryson Barnes do some good things, but also struggle with the speed because it's just not easy to do. That's where Cam Rising does that better than anyone on Utah's roster. And as great as Isaac Wilson was in the state championship game, and shout out to him, Cash Dillon and Garcia, all those guys getting it done in the state championship game being and in Rice Eccles Stadium too. You love to see it. And hopefully it's not the the last time they continue to win big at Rice Eccles Stadium. I don't think it will be the last time they are celebrating some dubs in Rice Eccles Stadium for sure. But getting back into Cam, I yes, this was absolutely or yes, for Utah. This was absolutely the right move to bring Cam back. You want an experienced quarterback, a leader when you're going into a season that is going to be faced with a lot of new. You have a quarterback who's capable of handling a lot of things, whatever get thrown at him. He's seen a lot. He's conquered almost everything thrown his way in terms of the result being a conference championship at the end of the season. That's where this is absolutely the best move for Utah. You want experience at the quarterback position. It's what's working for all these teams right now that are having success in 2023, and it should be one of the biggest reasons Utah has success in 2024 is Cam Rising coming back. But then it bodes the question, why does Cam want to come back? If he's great and done all these things for Utah, why not look on to the next chapter? Well, in the NFL, it's a very different game than college. I really like Cam Rising. I think he's one of the best college quarterbacks, as I mentioned. His lack of elite arm talent, he's got a fine, solid college arm. He does not have even one of the five best arms in the Pac-12 conference, though. And that is a thing that matters in the NFL. That extra athleticism that I think Cam's a smart and a crafty scrambler. But when the speed is ramped up at the NFL, that's not exactly going to be his strength is running around back there. He's not of the athletic capabilities of Caleb Williams is when it comes to extending plays and doing those things. There's a huge difference between college and NFL success. Cam, if he also, the injury has to factor into this for Cam too, right? So 
in terms of projecting him as a draftable player this season, Cam would have gone undrafted with how good of a quarterback class this is and so many guys having just put stuff on tape as well as the uncertainty with Cam's injuries. He would have gone undrafted. I would have been shocked if he would have been drafted. I just don't think a team would have spent a pick on him. Also, so Cam would, like I said, sixth or seventh round pick and probably would have been seventh. And once again, more than likely just straight up undrafted. So what are you if you're a seventh round pick or undrafted? Yes, you can become Brock Purdy in the crazy rare situation. There's a reason Brock Purdy is an insane story. It doesn't happen. So Cam rising more than likely would be the practice team quarterback. So the third string and best case scenario, the backup. Maybe you get to start some after that. It doesn't really sound like an opportunity to play to me, which I know if I was Cam rising, I would much rather stay in college, the school that loves me, the fan base that loves me, than go trade that in and be a backup in the NFL. I think Cam is very smart, calculated, and knows the situation that he's in to the point of, hey, I'm not going to have NFL success right away if I was to go to the draft right now. You're just not with how many quarterbacks are there, the injury concerns once again, and just the talent level, I think, as you project to the NFL, because there is a huge difference. And there's a reason, like, watch the rampant scoring we see in college, and you don't see that as much in the NFL for a reason. The defenses are better. Everyone's bigger, faster. It's just another step up. It's harder to play at that level. And a lot of the rookies that come in right away, they'll struggle anyways with it. So it's no slight against Cam that he's not an NFL guy, in my opinion. I think he could be a strong backup eventually, but he wants to come back another year, you know, get stronger, build up some of that draft hype again. Because I think there are NFL teams like, I mean, the Bengals, why would you not want Cam rising like two years from now to be your backup to Joe Burrow, a guy who's experienced, who's seen all that type of stuff. And then is, and you also like have seen him come back from the injury rehabbed and played a whole season and stayed healthy. That's what camps when he going for next year versus this year. It's like, you're, we don't even know if you're health, like how healthy are you? You didn't even play. You haven't done anything in so long on the football field in terms of live game action. How much can we trust you? Those things are all real for cam. So also then just the competitive edge. Once again, like you can play at Utah. You would more than likely not play in the NFL. Everyone wants to play. It's the reason these guys choose schools that they think they have the opportunity to play at, especially we get, they get in the latter stages of their career, like being seniors who are now in their, uh, is cam in his, I think next year will be Cam's seventh season. Cause I saw this was six in 2018 was when he first arrived to Texas, used the medical red shirt this year. So that's crazy. Cam and I are actually the same uh, graduating class. So that's what's kind of crazy because he enrolled in Texas in 2018. That's when I enrolled in the uh, University of North Texas. Me and Cam were, uh, were both down in Texas that year, I guess. But um, yeah, obviously, North Texas, Texas, far apart. You guys don't care anyways. Moving on. Last thing I do want to mention for Cam rising in this also is in the world of NIL money. If you are a starting quarterback on a Power 5 team, as experienced as Cam rising is, I think you're going to get some decent NIL. I have no insider information on any of this. I just know just from reading about how college sports are working right now in the world that of NIL that we live in, I think it's safe to assume that Cam Rising is probably benefiting from decent NIL deals. And if he was undrafted and or seventh round pick, whatever it was, that's I don't think he would make as much in the NFL as he would in college because of, once again, the experience, all the success he's had, a returning starter, his best financial move is also to stay in college. So it's the best opportunity for him to play. It's his best opportunity to win at a high level, staying at Utah with the talent he's surrounded by versus, you know, be a catalyst for winning. You submit your name in the draft. You're It's kind of a crapshoot wherever you're going to end up and going. So you can win. It's the best opportunity for you to play. And it's a best financial decision. This is the right move for Cam. And it was definitely the right move for Utah for all the reasons that I listed earlier too. So just – 
fantastic that Cam Rising is going to be back. We spent all offseason on this show last year talking about all Utah's potential with Cam Rising back. We get to do that again this year because Cam Rising's back. It's not going to be like, oh, quarterback controversy. Will it be, you know, Brandon Brandon Rose or Bryson Barnes? That's what we would have been doing and then like talking ourselves in these scenarios of why these guys with little experience can go into the Big 12. And while Utah would have had a chance to be a contender in the Big 12 field just because of how much success they've had this season, even though they were on Bryson Barnes, we, we saw the wheels come off with the injuries. When Cam Rising's on the field, no matter who gets hurt, you're going to have a chance in the game. So very exciting for Utah and uh, going to lead to a lot of fun offseason conversations. And uh, you can tell the college football world is excited about having Cam Rising back. And, you know, just in general, everyone in the college football world is very excited about Utah when you ask the various media members and you just hear them talk about this team and this program. Yet some fans I do see bring up things about how we need to make swaps on the coaching staff and all of that. I don't usually like to rant, but I'm actually going to a little bit about some of the comments I've heard about some changes that Utah should make relating to Cam Rising, members of the coaching staff, and even Coach Whittingham, which I've seen a little bit of. That's all what we're going to be discussing in a moment. But first, I want to tell you about one of the sponsors of today's episode of Locked on Utes in FanDuel Sportsbook. You can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including the spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So you can visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. And as for Utah taking on Colorado this week, that's when we're going to be previewing a lot as it goes on. Game is officially going to be at one mountain time. I know some of you wanted that later kick, but uh, it's not going to happen. And this Colorado team is just limping to the final game. Shador Sanders got hurt. I haven't heard anything on his status for the game. I've been saying for weeks even before he got hurt, just because of the beating Shador's taken this season, I didn't feel like he was going to play against Utah. I feel even stronger about that after he was knocked out of the game recently. Utah's favored by 21 and a half. That's a large line. I still like Utah. I just think there's this positive momentum now with Cam Rising coming back. It's a horrible matchup for Colorado. Utah, one of the best Pac-12 teams in the trenches. Colorado might be the worst in the trenches. I like Utah big, but we'll continue to talk about that this week. All right, rant to close out the show. How lucky is Utah to have Kyle Whittingham? And I would even, could even extend this to Cam Rising, some of the coaches. They're extremely lucky, but some people and some fans and some and a lot of us will overreact after a loss, but I've some of the things I've seen is just wild. And I know this is not a popular belief shared by the majority of you who listen to this show, but I do also just think we all enjoy like just talking about these things out loud and acknowledging how ridiculous they are, even to state every once in a while. I saw people talking about how Kyle Whittingham should step down or not step down, retire, all those things. Like Utah should move on from wit. Insane. It's it's insanity. Are you kidding me? This is Kyle Whittingham, who has transformed the Utah football brand into something that is nationally respected. They have missed their starting quarterback for all season, yet people continue to talk about how I wouldn't want to play Utah. And look at Utah being competitive. And if you ask people, why is Utah doing this? Yes, I can point to the roster things and all of that. But the first thing they would say is Kyle Whittingham and the culture he has established. It is that culture that has led to back-to-back Pac-12 championships. It's that culture that has led to so much success for Utah going over so many years now since he's been at the helm. But yet once again, after we just dealt with this with Cam Rising, where everyone was like, I'm ready for the shiny new thing. And then you see how it goes. And it's like, man, it would have been nice to have Cam back. 
The people want to do that with wit now too. It's it's wild. Uh, once again, I know most of you do not feel this way that Kyle Whittingham should not like should not be the coach next season, all that stuff. But it's just the the thought of it is even just it's asinine. It really is. It's unreal. I I don't understand how even the craziest of fans can get to that point because of what Kyle Whittingham has done. I don't claim to know everything about college football, but I tell you what, when Joel Klatt, who is a very good college football analyst I respect for Fox, says, I think Kyle Whittingham is one of the best five coaches in the country. Then I constantly hear Kirk Herbstreit and all the other people on ESPN talk about how great Kyle Whittingham is. Find me someone in the media who you respect, who watches film, who analyzes all of these kind of things. Find me someone who covers the sport who says that, I don't know about that Kyle Whittingham. No, it's all constant praise for the program and the culture he's built and established. So this is where we all just, not all, once again, not everyone, just some people. I just feel like they just lose sight of how exceptional and what a job that Kyle Whittingham has done at Utah. There are parts of the country where people will mention just the state of Utah. And for some people, they're like, I don't know about Utah. That's like the reaction people have. I'm not sugarcoating it. I've lived multiple states now. I'm on state number eight in terms of my moves. So I know that when I tell people about Utah, they just kind of get like, eh. like that's what some recruits think when they hear Utah. Yet, obviously, once you get there, you see what a beautiful and amazing place it is. Like I was incredibly lucky to live in Utah and I feel that way. But Kyle Winningham has been able to bring and convince those guys like, hey, you need to come to Utah. All those kind of things are absolutely true. So that's where... To me, it's just like, why in the world would you move on from Kyle Whittingham with all the success? And it's for people bashing the coordinators. Morgan Scally's done a tremendous job with the defense this year. Yes, they had a bad game against Arizona. They were down, arguably, their three best defensive players straight up. And then Sione Vaki did not play well because he was clearly not right in the game and was limited going into it. So that's where it's just crazy. And yes, even Andy Ludwig. Have I loved everything that Andy Ludwig has done this season? No. He didn't have his starting quarterback and was missing several other offensive starters. So once again, it's like, why are we calling for Andy Ludwig's job when he's been the offensive coordinator when you won back-to-back Pac-12 championships? You have all the injuries in the world. You have one down season, and now we're going to be a little bit negative about this. It's just like, you're not going to win everything every single year. It's a process. It's patience. It's all those things, especially when you've been hit with this much adversity. And some people have the unmitigated goal to go and call out these coaches and say that they should be replaced and some of these wild things are like not wanting Cam back after literally we just saw what Utah looks like without Cam rising. And once again, and we were all excited about Nate Johnson or um, yes, Brandon Rose didn't get a fair shake to go in there, but why did Brandon Rose lose his job before he got hurt? We heard that he was turning the ball over in practice, have a hard time believing that would have changed once he got in the game. I still think Bryson Barnes was going to end up starting all the games for Utah this year. And Bryson did a very good job. One of the best backups in college football, but it, it's just crazy to think that someone that some people who listen to this show and very few and far between would be like, I don't want Whip back. I don't want the coordinators back. I don't want cam back. And no, I don't know if everyone feels that way about all the group, but even if you feel that way about any individuals, I, I just vehemently disagree with you. So a little bit of a rant to close the show, but yeah, what a great day to be a Ute once again, just so fantastic to have cam rising coming back for the 2024 season. It instantly raises your ceiling. As I mentioned, I believe this makes Utah the favorite to win the big 12 in 2024. That's an off season discussion that we're going to be having a lot of, and I'm sure there's a number of a uh, big 12 locked on hosts who will disagree with that one too, that it would be a, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to chat with them about as we get into that transition, but Utah, yes, 2024 got to be excited for it. Now, 2023 ain't done yet. We got Colorado coach prime. It's going to be an opportunity for Utah to end coach prime season with a loss. I got a ton of respect for what coach prime has done this season. I think Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter, both tremendous and talented players. Once again, I don't know if Shador, especially and Travis has been banged up all season. We'll see if either of them play in this game, but Utah has got an opportunity to get their win number eight and continue 
to end their seasons on a high note as they have routinely done against the Buffaloes. That's what we're going to be continuing to break down this week's Lockdown Utes. Also, just discussing more things relating to Cam in 2024. Got to talk about what the men's and women's basketball teams have done. And most importantly, in terms of what a lot of you are thinking about, tomorrow's show, we're going to be talking about who I think is going to be walking for Senior Day. We'll hear from Coach Whittingham as well as weekly press conference. It's a loaded week of Locked On Utes in the final game of the regular season. We hope you'll join us all week long, and we thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you tomorrow. As always, go Utes.